you have to be like, you know what? No, what is going to be respectful to my body? What is going to be honoring and flattering and really sexy on my body? Because then you start to develop an iconic sense of style. You're listening to Confidently She. Let's gently cleanse that internalized misogyny and equip you to handle what life brings your way. I'm Rebecca Biggie, and I'm here to help. Welcome to the show. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Confidently She. I'm Rebecca Biggie. Welcome. If you are a first-time listener, I'm so glad you found me. Thanks for checking it out. Uh, you'll be back. If you are a longtime listener, an extra special welcome to you. You are great. Uh, I'm a Scorpio, so I really appreciate those like ride or die listeners, you know, but I also get it. Maybe you just need one little piece of advice, one little tidbit, and then you're good to go. You're on your way. I get that, right? Because when I listen to podcasts, that's kind of what I do. <laughs> so I can't be a hypocrite and judge you uh, if you're like a one and done type of listener. But anyway, welcome regardless. This episode is great because we're talking about something that really was a turning point for me. Really, really was a turning point in my relationship with my body. And I don't I don't say that lightly. This was the thing that started unlocking doors for me. I was like, wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I think I've figured something out here. And so before we dive into this episode, all about dressing for your body type and when you've been lied to about what clothes you should wear, uh, I want you to get a glass of water. I have refilled my water bottle. I've got a 40-ounce pink water bottle that I try to drink a full one of these every single day. You are going to want to be hydrated for this. Let's dive in. So clothing, right? The reason why your relationship with your body is challenging is because you never get a break from it. You can't have a break from the relationship with your body. When you're in an argument with your your boyfriend or your partner or your friend or your mom, you can be like, you know what? I need to take some space. I need to, to have some time to process and to figure out how I feel about this. But with your relationship with your body, you can't really do that. The only way to get a break is to like go to bed <laughs> and to not be conscious. And then you're not really processing anything. You're just avoiding things and no judgment because we've all been there. But that's what's so unique about this relationship dynamic and the insecurities that you would have with your body and just things that you struggle with. It's hard to get some space. It's hard to get space from your relationship with food. It's hard to get space from your relationship with clothing because you got to wear clothes every day. You have to wear clothes every day. So you're always faced with this choice of like, what am I going to wear? <laughs> and dressing yourself as a woman is difficult for a number of reasons, but mostly 
Because you never even know what size you really wear, right? Because from one brand to another, you could be a size two, a size four, a size six. Sometimes we call them size small. Sometimes it's size two. Sometimes it's size 27. Sometimes it's, you know, it's, it's like, what are, what are these sizing conventions? We have no standard. It's just, you know, sometimes I'm a medium or a small or a large. Sometimes it's measured in terms of zero, two, four, six, eight, ten. Sometimes it's actual inches. It's, it's a big jumble of like, I don't know what's going on, but I just kind of have to figure out what fits me. And then it's, okay, so what style am I going to wear? Now that I've tried to work my th- way through the maze that is figuring out the size, which that's a whole different podcast topic. What am I going to wear? What's the style that's going to fit my body the best? And how do you figure that out? And how do you separate that from fashion and from current fashion trends? It takes a lot of courage to break the fashion trends and to follow what fits your body. And that's exactly what I did back in 2014. I I had a realization and I'll get to that realization later but but it takes a lot of courage to break those patterns and do what's right for your body not just copying whatever you see people doing out in the world out in the fashion scene okay and one of the things that I don't like about the body positive movement one critique that I have that I see from people who are trying to help uh, are saying things like, wear whatever you want. There's no such thing as dressing for your body type. And I think that perspective is just as ignorant and uninformed as the people who say, color doesn't matter. All people are created equal. And it's like, well, okay, but I think you're missing the point. Like, (laughs) sure, yes, all people are created equal, but to say that color doesn't matter is wildly ignorant, wildly ignorant, given the context of the, the world we live in. And the same is true when you say, wear whatever you want. There's no such thing as dressing for your body type. I I certainly can get on board with the wear whatever you want part, but there's no such thing as dressing for your body type. Uh, I I beg to differ. I strongly disagree, and anyone who works in in fashion would disagree. Anyone who knows anything about style and fit would disagree. That's not to say now. What you typically hear is like, you know, people who are overweight shouldn't wear crop tops. That's not what I'm saying. I think you can wear whatever styles you want to wear, but there's definitely an art to dressing for your body type. And that starts with being very honest about what your body type is. And then from there, you get to experiment. This is where we get into expression. So I say there are three purposes of your body to express, to connect, to enjoy. Okay? This is where you get to express yourself. And your body gives you an indication of the type 
of clothes that are going to fit you the best based on the shape of your body, not the weight of your body, the shape. Okay? So we're focusing on shape. The current styles and trends may not go with your body shape. They may not be flattering on your body shape. There is a such thing as flattering clothes and unflattering clothes. And and no matter what your body looks like, you got to learn how to dress in a way that you you look good. You know, you don't look like you're forcing something. You don't look like you're uncomfortable. You you don't you aren't actually uncomfortable because a lot of times I would wear things that I was uncomfortable in because I thought that I looked good. And you don't have to sacrifice that. You can have both. You can look good and be comfortable, okay? So let's get into story time. It's story time with Rebecca. The story for this episode is I thought that I was a little chubby uh, when I was, I don't know, in, in like my junior year of high school, senior year of high school, going into college. I thought that... I had a little bit of love handles, okay? I have what what some would call a pear-shaped body, probably. Small on top, rounded, rounded at the hips. And so growing up in the early 2000s, I was a victim of low-rise jeans, And I say that I was a victim because for someone with hips, for someone with an ass, you should not be wearing low-rise jeans because it makes it look like you have muffin tops. (laughs) It it makes it look like you have muffin tops. And then you start thinking that you are fat because you got to get rid of your muffin tops. So I would do all these exercises to like have a have a trim waistline. It was ridiculous, but not no matter what I did, you know, it didn't work. So I was just like, all right, I guess this is the way it is. Like, I can't really change this. So, you know, whatever. And then I started seeing some pictures of, well, no, what was it? I watched some 80s movies. Yeah, my friend Allie is really into 80s movies. And I was like watching these movies and I'm like, gosh, you know, back in the 80s, they wore these jeans that that were like up to the their waist. And you know, that's kind of like, I know it's kind of like a mom jean kind of look, but I think that might be what I need to wear for my body to like match the shape of my body. Because right now it's like cutting in on my hips. And it was to a point where when I would be fully naked, there was a dip in my hips on both sides in like where where it should be smooth and and rounded whatever it was dipped in and i was like wow my body is shaped really weird okay i was like man i wish they sold those high rise jeans somewhere maybe i can go to like the salvation army and find some vintage you know vintage jeans from the 80s and i was sharing this with with one of my coworkers at the time and she was like, "Well, why don't you just get some No, they you they sell those at like Express." And I was like, "Excuse me?" And she's like, "Yeah, they sell they sell those at Express. You can get them online like just get like high-rise jeans, like high-rise skinnies." 
And I'm like, oh my God, I got to look at this. I got to check this out. So typically I would wear a size four, size 27. Um, but I was looking into these, these pants and I'm like, you know what? I actually probably wear a size two because it's now going to hit my like true waist. And if it has some stretch, then, you know, my butt will fit in there. And I think this will be a good, a good, uh, way to, to, to do it. Hey, it's Rebecca. If you are wondering what your next step is in your journey of body confidence, I've got you covered. I developed a body confidence quiz that places you exactly on your step in the body confidence playbook. So go to bodyconfidencequiz.com right now, take the free quiz and find out which step you are currently on and what you need to do next to grow in your body confidence. That's bodyconfidencequiz.com. Take the free quiz and I'll see you there. The first time I put on a pair of high rise skinny jeans, I'm not kidding. I cried. I cried because I was like, oh my God, for years I'm sitting here thinking I have to lose weight. I have to tone up. I've got these weird love handles, these weird little tiny muffin tops that I don't know what to do with. And it's not cute. And my thong is always hanging out of the back of my pants. And you know, what, what's happening? Like, you know, what's going on? And I realized it's because I was wearing the wrong pants for my body type. I have hips. I have an ass. I have a small waist and bigger hips. That means I need to wear high rise jeans. And you know what? After wearing the right pants for my body shape for years, that divot, that dip in my hips went away. It smoothed out. And now, I mean, my freaking hips are my favorite part of my body. Like they are so nice. Like it's, it's, it's great. Okay. (laughs) I have no problem saying like, I freaking look good. And, and why did I have those insecurities before? Because I was wearing the wrong clothes for my body type. Now, if someone would have come along to me when I was when I was back in that mindset of like, you know, there's something wrong with my body, like I don't know if I'm like dressing wrong for my body type. If someone were to come along and be like, "No, you're not dressing wrong for your body type. You can wear whatever you want. You're you're perfect, you know? Like you can no 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 styles are off limits for you. You just wear whatever." That would have been the least helpful thing for someone to say to me. That would have been like, oh, you are having a problem. You're actually not having a problem. That's gaslighting. All right. Gentle nudge. Friendly reminder. We are getting down to the wire for joining this round of Confidently She Premium, my 12-week coaching program where we go deep into what it really means to build a healthy relationship with your body and have true confidence that lasts no matter what changes come your way in your body or let's be honest, in your life. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to my Instagram at Rebecca Biggie, hit the link in my bio, read about the program. If you have any questions, send me a DM on Instagram. I live in my DMs. So that is open for you to ask any questions about the program. We are down to the wire, though. 
my queen. We are down to the wire. If you are interested in joining this round that starts October 11th, get into my DMs, ask me any questions. I'd be super pumped to welcome you inside before we get started. So for someone for someone to say, you know, there's no such thing as dressing for your body type, like every body type can wear these styles. It's like, well, I will say that it's true that any person is allowed to wear whatever they want, but I would challenge you to think like, what are the styles that are actually going to be flattering and look good on the shape of your body? It has nothing to do with what you weigh. It has nothing to do with how tall you are, how short you are, whatever. Just like the shape of your body, where your body carries weight. There are certain tops that just don't look good on me. Could I wear them? Yes. Is it going to look the best? No. And that's okay. That's the beauty of fashion. That's the beauty of having different bodies is that certain styles look really good on certain types of bodies and certain styles just don't look that good on other types of bodies. And it's just, that's just the way it is. And rather than trying to gaslight yourself into thinking like, I should just wear whatever is stylish and trending, you have to be like, you know what? No, what is going to be respectful to my body? What is going to be honoring and flattering and really sexy on my body. Because then you start to develop an iconic sense of style. And that's what happened. When I wore those high-rise skinny jeans, that was not normal. <laughs> like like a couple friends of mine at work called me mom jeans for a while. They're like, oh, hey, mom jeans, like, oh, what up? And I'm like, no, guys, I love these pants. Like, you will never see me wearing low rise anything ever again in my whole life. Um, but you have to have that, that confidence and that courage to do what's best for your body. So you got to think, what are parts of your body that you think are like, things just never fit you right? maybe you're wearing the wrong fit. Like I don't have big boobs, okay? If I wear a top that really accentuates like a bust line, that's not going to be a good look for me. Like I can't wear those little like baby doll kind of tops or the tops that like tie in the middle of the boobs because it's like I don't, there's nothing there that's going to like hold it up. But you know what? I look really freaking good in a tight crop top and high-rise, like, flared pants. I look real good in that. I look really good in, like, a really, really deep V-neck, like, down to almost, like, my my sternum. I look really good in that. You know, that's sexy because I, I don't have huge boobs falling out of that cut. So it's just like, ooh, nice. You got to find what works for your body. And it starts by being really honest about what your body looks like and what it could look like if you stopped manipulating it to fit certain trends and certain styles that you think you have to follow. You don't have to follow any trend, any style. And in fact, once you stop doing that, that's when you start becoming the trendsetter. I... I'm going to go out on a limb here and start taking credit for bringing back high-rise skinny jeans. 
I wore the shit out of those pants. I told everyone about those pants. I was like the biggest supporter, the biggest canvasser for high rise skinny jeans. I told everyone about them. Did, did I bring it back? Uh, I really can't say, but yes. <laughs> to, to quote Michael Scott, did I bring back high rise skinny jeans? I really can't say, but yes, they're great. And did I meet some resistance along the way? Yes. Yes, I did. But I continued on because I was like, this is what my body needs. Same thing with gold jewelry, yellow gold jewelry. Growing up, I kind of was in the whole white gold, silver phase of like jewelry and stuff. But at a certain point, I was just like, you know what? No, I really like yellow gold. I like yellow gold. I know that it looks a little old fashioned, whatever, but I I really like it. So that's all I'm going to wear. That's all I'm going to buy. I only wear real genuine 14 or 18 karat yellow gold jewelry now. And what happened? That came back in style. Style is cyclical. Everything is going to come back in style. So it's about being true to who you are and expressing yourself within the changes of styles, but still having that common thread of what your iconic look is. And how fun is that? Like, how fun is that to be able to explore and experiment and test things and try things all while coming from a place of putting your body first? You start by looking at your body, the shape of your body, and then saying, okay, which styles, which clothes, which lengths, which cuts, which kind of skirts, which kind of pants fit my body rather than what we currently do, which is totally backwards. We look at the clothing and we say, I want to wear this. I want to wear that. Okay, now body, fit these clothes. No. Who's in charge here? Who's more important here? Clothes or your body? Uh, uh, your body is more important. Hello? But we're starting with the clothes and then getting frustrated with our bodies when, you know, they don't fit the way that we wanted them to. And your body is just sitting there like, dude, what do you expect me to do here? Like, <laughs> you're you're bringing this piece of clothing home and you didn't even think to consider me first? Like, get out of here with that. So this is what I'm saying, like, back to what I said at the beginning of the episode, like, the relationship with your body, you are reminded of it every day. And the more you can craft a wardrobe centered on the shape of your body and honoring the shape of your body, the easier it's going to be when you walk into your closet every day and say, what am I going to wear? I have a few go-to pieces, a few go-to outfits that I absolutely love. I look fantastic in them. I feel fantastic in them because I bought them from the perspective of knowing exactly what my body needed. I didn't go out and say, hey, that's a really cool shirt. I'm going to buy it. No, I have the perspective all the time of... These are the things that my body looks good in. These are the tops that I usually look good in, okay? And then you can test and experiment with some things, but it has to start with what does your body shape look like? 
There's no weight limit to styles. I believe that. But there is like a body composition recommendation, right? Like low-rise jeans are for people who have no ass and no hips that are trying to create some kind of uh, distinction between their top half and bottom half. That's who that looks good on. But someone who's a little curvy, who's got hips, you want the high-rise ones. Someone with stick skinny legs is going to want wide leg pants. But if you have bigger legs, you don't necessarily want wide leg pants. You're going to look like a clown, like a a clown. Like, no, you're going to want something more fitted to show off your freaking thick legs. Like, yes. And give yourself some some time to figure this out. Uh, It took me a number of years to put together really a wardrobe that I felt really good in, felt really confident about. And because it takes experimenting and it takes time to express like, okay, like who am I really? What colors do I like? What patterns do I like? What does that look like? And then you can get it in your head of certain pieces that you have in mind of what you'd want to add to your wardrobe. And then once you find things like that, you can buy those pieces. But this is why so many women spend so much money on clothes, but still feel like they have nothing to wear. It's because you're not dressing for your body type, dude. You're just buying clothes you think are cute. And they might be cute, but are they designed for your body shape? That's what you have to start with. That's the most important. That's showing your body that you know your body, that you respect it, and that you want to celebrate that. This is why I stopped wearing padded bras. You get a bonus story today. So back in high school, you know, everybody was super insecure about their boobs because, you know, some some people had them, some people didn't, and everyone was kind of waiting to see, like, who was going to have boobs. And I would wear push-up bras, padded push-up bras to make it look like I had, like, you know, a normal amount of boob. And the truth of it is, I just didn't. I just don't. And wearing these bras that were padded and and pushing up and whatever reinforced this idea that the size of my boobs wasn't good enough. Like they were smaller than they should be. And it was around the same time that I figured out the high-rise jeans that I started asking questions about why I wear other kinds of clothes. Why do I wear these push-up bras? Why do I wear these padded bras that make my boobs look bigger than they actually are? What is that really saying about what I think of my body? I don't like that. I want to support my body and I want to I want to wear things that celebrate the natural shape and look and feel of my body. So I discovered a brand called Pepper. You can check them out on Instagram at wearpepper, like W A R Pepper, P-E-P-P-E-R. And they make bras for small chested women. I bought three of their bras and I threw away 
all the other ones because I was just like, you know what? This is sending the wrong message to me and my body and to other people. You know, I'm not going to buy into this idea that your boobs have to be a certain size. No, they don't. And I'm not going to fake it. I'm not going to make my body look like it's something that it's not. I refuse, refuse to do that. How disrespectful. How disrespectful to my body to make it, to try to make it look like something that it's not. No, that means that the way it is, is inadequate. And I just don't believe that. No. So I got rid of all my padded bras. I started wearing these pepper bras, which are great. And, you know, it just grew from that. It grows into questioning choices in other areas and starting to make choices from a place of starting with your body. What does your body look like? What is your body shape? And making the most of that. I realized, you know, I don't have big boobs. I'm never going to have big boobs. That's not, that's not me. But you know what I do have? I have a hell of an ass. So I can, I can go all in on that and I can find other ways to feel sexy within my just natural body. And I started wearing these like lacy kind of bralettes and I loved that. And I felt so feminine and so sexy and very empowered when I finally wasn't hiding or making up for any part of my body. That's when I started to feel the most confident. I didn't change anything about my body. I changed how I dressed my body for my body type and for my body shape. And you can do the same. And it's a lot of fun. And I help clients with this one-on-one. So if this is something that you would want to do in one-on-one coaching work, uh, hit me up. Let's talk about doing that because this stuff is fun. Like exploring a new relationship with your body is so much fun. And like I said at the beginning, you don't get like breaks from your body. So investing in having a healthy relationship with your body is one of the best things you can do. Like (laughs) it's one of the best things you can do. So I fully support figuring out how to dress for your body type. I gave you a few examples of how I've done that in my life. And, you know, there are ways to, to figure out what your body shape is and how to dress for that. And you don't have to be confined or restricted by what the current trends are the current fashion trends. But the other thing about that is I don't want you to get too comfortable either. You should always be experimenting, always be expressing yourself in a new challenging way just to test and see like, is this really who I am? Is this still who I am? Okay, cool. And if not, that's fine. It can change. But always allowing yourself that space to express yourself to grow, to expand. That's femininity, baby. That's what I want from you. And that's what it means to be confidently she. Wear things that make your body look great and celebrate the shape of your body, not the body that you think you need to have. That's not what it's about. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. This is what I have for you for today. I hope you drink that water. And if you didn't, you can go do it now. 
Um, but I will see you right back here next week for another episode of Confidently She. I will talk to you soon. Hey, everybody, it's Rebecca. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I want to give an extra special thank you to everyone who has left a rating and review of this show over on iTunes. That means so much to me. So I want to extend a very special thank you. And I will see you again in another episode.